Welcome back, guys. Who's been a troublemaker this week? <laughs> oh, my goodness. You guys will get it here soon. Why I said that, but welcome back to Winding Through My 20s. It's Kate and Becca. And we have a really fun podcast today. Um, first off, thank you so much for the love on our last podcast. Uh, we're really happy that you guys loved having a guest on. We liked kind of bringing one of our friends on and hopefully we can do it again. Yeah, um, we have a pretty fun podcast ahead of us tonight. We are going to talk about kind of our 20s, what people didn't tell us about our 20s, um, answer some fan questions, and of course, our wine review to end it with us tonight. Let me just tell you about the wine that we just cracked open. It is called Troublemaker, hence why Kate asked. <laughs> um, Who's been a troublemaker? I have. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so it's a really cool bottle. That's why I bought it at Trader Joe's and I just saw it and was like, okay, we have to have it. Um, it had a white top, a nice red label. It kind of reminds me of the Absolute Vodka. Um, so yeah, we will talk more about that at the end. Kate, let's cheers to start. Let's cheers to making trouble with Troublemaker. I just love the name. <laughs> I love it. I mean, it. honestly, that's why I bought it. I was like, this is just all around a great bottle. So hopefully it tastes good too. Let's try First it. First sip. Hmm. We'll give you all the right. review at the end. Pretty good. Well, review's coming at the end, you guys. <laughs> all uh, right. Check in? Yeah. How are, you, how are you doing? How was your weekend? My weekend was good. I had a lot to do this weekend. Um which, okay, so you know my new weekend philosophy is only like, I'm going to only drink one day out of the weekend. And that was going really well for three weekends in a row. But this weekend I had, well, Alec and I had like social events that we had to go to. So we had to drink. And so I'm kind of feeling tired because drinking every day on the weekend just makes me tired. It makes me tired. So I'm feeling a little tired today, but I'm really happy to be at the podcast because I don't know, it's a really great way to start the week. I think just like talking and catching up with you. So yeah. How are you feeling? I'm feeling almost the same. I agree. I feel like, I don't know, this weekend was a lot. I know we were both, we had a lot of schoolwork that we had to catch up on. So like that was draining. Um, I can definitely tell our vibe tonight. It's just a little more low key. We're tired. It's hard. Yeah. Because like you said, we're not only are we working full time doing this podcast, but we have uh, we're also in full-time school. So, and that started back up like two weeks ago, I think for both of us. So we've been, I've been, we've been pretty tired, but yeah, this is like the podcast is like the one thing that keeps me going because it's like, there's still like fun and laughter, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we're both tired. I mean, yeah. Um, I am excited this next week at work, me and Kate get to work together Yay. for the rest of the school year. So it's going to be pretty fun. Um, and also this week is spring break. So whoop whoop to that. We still have to work. But our kids are on spring break. So lucky them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's how I'm feeling. Um, yeah, you want to kind of jump into our fan questions to get us started? We have a lot of really good fan questions. I don't even know where to begin. Um, but let me just pull up the list. So we have some, we have like two people who just ask us, like the best questions, I swear. Like we've we've got some more people who have uh, kind of branched out and asked us questions, but we have some people, we have some fans who really want to hear about a lot of stuff. So thank you guys for asking those questions. Um, so I'll start. We'll start with an easy one. 
White Claw or Truly? I mean, honestly, for me, I don't know if I just like overdid it for a while with them, but now I really don't like drinking either. But if I have to drink one of them, I guess it would be a White Claw. I don't know why, because I used to love Truly's, but now both of them just I'm not a fan of, honestly. I feel like, you know, a White Claw is, that's the typical go-to. We're going out, we want to get together with friends, you go to the store and you get a pack of White Claws. It's pretty easy, that's how it goes. But for a while I was on a Truly kick and now I'm kind of like back to White Claw. It's like, I kind of like go back and forth. I will say my new favorite thing is I love High Noons, so I've definitely, but they're so hard to come by, so drink those. Or honestly, like I've had to do mixed drinks. I don't know if it's like... I don't know. My taste is just changing. So that's what I'm dealing with. But yeah, good question. Yeah, we're just starting off with an easy one. Next question is from someone who um, asked this actually a few weeks ago. Um, and they want to know, when you approach the ripe old age of 30, what are you most excited for and anxious of? <laughs> oh, God. 30 seems like a lifetime away, but really it's only six years away, um, which is crazy. Um, honestly, I'm kind of excited for my 30s. Um, I've heard that when you're in your 30s, you feel more financially stable. Most people have an idea of what they want to do with their future. They're not kind of all over the place, which I feel like in your 20s, you're kind of still figuring things out. Um so honestly, I'm pretty excited about my 30s. Anxious though, because it's going to be here before we know it. And I don't want to look back and like wish I had done something. Like I don't want to regret anything. So that's like, like 30 is a big milestone. It's like, yeah. whoa. Right. I think there's a ton of things to be excited for, but there's also things that definitely make me anxious. I would definitely agree with you, Becca. When I, I feel like when I turn 30, I'll be more financially stable, more responsible financially. I'll also have like a better head on my shoulders of what I want to do, or I'll be steady in the career that I'm doing, that I'm in. I think that's something that kind of brings me at ease is that I have confidence in myself that I'll know what I'm supposed to be doing, where I'll be doing it. Um, Cause right now we're both agree our twenties were kind of like lost some days, you know? And I think what makes me anxious about being in my thirties is the what if, like what if I am stuck doing something that I hate? Because being in your 30s, I feel like is where you start to get steady. What if I'm not steady? What if like I have all these what ifs in my life? You know, like what if I hate the job I'm in? What if I'm not financially stable? What if some major life experience happens and I don't get the things that I've always wanted? You know, and I think that's what makes me most anxious. And I think that's a part of like, life definitely does not go as planned. Like we can plan as much as we want, but who knows what's going to happen in six years from now. So um, we also had a couple questions about being social workers, which I thought was really interesting. I think people are starting to really be interested in that fact of our life, Becca. Um, someone asked, what inspired you guys to be social workers? Um, <laughs> honestly, so I went into college as a nursing major and 
couldn't pass anatomy, so I decided to become a business major, but then couldn't get into the business school because my math scores were too low. So then I decided to do communication for a little bit, but was like, what am I going to do with this? And so then I decided my junior year that I was going to become a social worker. And honestly, I think being a social worker, it's always been something that I've been drawn to, but I think I was put off of it because of like the money that they make and the stressful lifestyle and all of that. But I look back at it now and I truly love my job. I think it makes, makes me who I am. Um, I think I'm good at my job. Um, and it's just an overall like, yes, it, some days can be really hard, but also the days that are great are so rewarding that they make up for the bad days. Um, so yeah, that's, what about you, Kate? Yeah. Um, so kind of like you, I switched around a ton in college. I think that was the most stressful time in my life was trying to go through major to major and then ending up in what I'm doing now. Went to school, started in pre-pharmacy, um, realized I didn't want to do pre-pharmacy. Then I went to business, then I went to journalism, and then I went to nursing, and then I found social work. Um, what inspired me to be a social worker, though, was there was... Um, I was hanging out. I think I switched like freshman year spring. So I switched to majors like a lot my freshman year. Um, but I finally found social work in the spring of my freshman year. I was talking to a friend from high school and she was a, already a social work major. And I was just like, oh, like, tell me about social work. Like, what is about it? And she goes, like, it's honestly just me, you know, helping others and helping others, you know, live a successful life and, you know, helping people who may not have something get that to succeed in life. And she pretty much just made it seem like me originally what I just wanted to do as a whole as a social worker was just to help other people. Like just bottom line, I feel like that's kind of where all social workers stem from is I want to help other people be successful in life. And I never knew where I could get myself with that. Even when I was in the business, like when I was in business school, um, I remember going through sorority recruitment and a girl asked me, like when I was going through recruitment, oh, like, what's your major? I was like, oh, like I'm business and marketing. And she goes, oh, like, what do you want to do with that? And I would just always be stumped on that question because I always wanted to help people. And I felt like I had to explain myself. Oh, like, I really want to help people like in business and marketing. And um, I didn't really know like how I was going to answer that question. But now I realize it's because I just didn't know that social work was even out there. And so, yeah, there it is. Yeah, I think, and it stinks because I think social work has such a bad stigma to it. Um, yeah. And honestly, oh, yeah. I think that's one of the things as social workers that I really tried to kind of push back on because obviously if it was as bad as everyone said it was and all that, then there wouldn't be people doing it. And I mean, some people think that social work is just children's services taking kids away from home, which is not like I've worked in children's services and it's not that at all. I mean, that's what some people from the other side of it see, but really behind that's not anybody's goal. Um, so I definitely think if you are thinking about becoming a social work, just pull the trigger and do it. Um, Becca, do you remember that Uber we were in? I feel like I always go back to this because guys like me and Becca, we were probably like going like out with our friends one night. We were in an Uber and the Uber driver, like we were talking about our majors and we were like, oh, we're both social work majors. And his response was, oh, so you just want to like take people's kids away and ruin people's lives. And Becca and I, I remember we were just like, what? Like, 
my it god got so uncomfortable and honestly like i felt so sick because i was like i can't believe people actually like i know people think it but to have someone actually sit there and just blatantly say it to our faces i was like whoa mm-hmm. no that's not what i just yeah so that definitely hurt and in some ways i was kind of like oh like haha like uh, like it's jo- like he's joking right like but no he was probably has had some issues with social workers and that you know what that's a thing it's okay but yeah I definitely was a little hurt by that but can't can't please everyone all all that we um know that we do Becca is that we're helping others and we just have to stick to that exactly um ready for the next question yep Ooh. um so what is an experience or experiences that you want to relive I would say one of my experiences is I would love, there's a few, there's like a few like big moments in my life that I look back and I'm like, wow, I definitely saw myself change in this moment. Um, one of them being our sophomore year of college when we went to Delta Formal in Nashville. That yeah. was like, I came out of my shell. I, it, I really think it like helped shape who I am today. Um, and then another one would be when I went to Ibiza, that was just like a, crazy experience that I wish I could relive over and over um and then most recently I would say completing my yoga training was pretty like empowering for me because it was something that I did on my own um and yeah it's just I don't know it holds a special spot in my heart so what about you um kind of going off of your yoga training my, my sister we you know my sister went through yoga training but Emily went through yoga training and I remember she was telling me like about how like, empowering that was and how like self like actualization that you feel like you really like dive deep into like really all of you. And that's something that I've never done, but you guys make me want to at least just go to that and see it. But what experience that I would like to revisit? This is going to sound very, um, I don't know what the word is. It's going to sound really cheesy. And really, um, like, oh, really? Let's hear it. Um, probably my first music festival, because um, in that moment, like, I don't, I just remember my first ever music festival. It was Lollapalooza in Chicago, and I've never been to a place like that in my life. That was like my first music festival ever. And after that, just being in a crowd, I remember I was at the Ellie Golding concert, and I like worshipped Ellie Golding after that concert. Like, I literally was just like in. Str- in awe like just everyone in a huge crowd together like singing the same songs like being with your friends like and that's why like I love going to music festivals so much is because like you just like let it all out no one cares about who you are like what you do where you're from like you're just there singing to music and that was the first um time that I really ended up liking electronic music because there was like at Lollapalooza there's like two main stages and then there's this one well there's a bunch of stages but there's this one stage that specifically only has like electronic DJs and I remember just wanting to be there the entire time because like it was just so fun like and I've just never experienced anything like that in my life and I would love to go back to feeling like that music festival presence again. And it's sad because COVID kind of ruined all that this year, but I would love to go back and experience like how I felt at my first music festival ever. So I'm not going back to Lollapalooza anytime soon. So it's kind of like once you start, to, once, you, once you go to the different music festivals, you kind of realize that Lollapalooza is kind of like um, teenager, like very like, that's not like the one you want to go to, but still a great one. And I, um, 
I think that that was what kind of en- enhanced my music festival appreciation. <laughs> yeah, I see that. That is, a, I think, a big part of who you are. So, All right. One last fan question. Um, it's kind of ended on a funny note. Um, from my lovely friend Sierra out in uh, California. She said, pad or tampon? <laughs> tampon. Tampon. <laughs> for, for sure. No questions asked. And if you're wearing pads, I'm saying, I don't want to judge anyone, but pads are gross. Like if you wear them daily, if you wear them to bed, that's fine. Keep, but but some, people have to, some people have to wear pads. Some people can't put a tampon up there. That's fine. Endometriosis. Endometriosis. And endometriosis. I hear that. And I and I understand if you have like a medical condition that you can't put a tampon in, I just personally like feel like it's gross to wear pads. And I'm sure the people who can only wear pads agree that it's kind of gross. It's just definitely uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But tampon. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> tampon, ladies. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Well. Those were our our fan questions today. You guys have asked us a lot of these, and I can't wait to answer them with you all next week. Whoop, 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 whoop. All right. Should we go ahead and jump into our topic of the day of being what people didn't tell us to prepare us for our 20s, pretty much? And I was reading through these, and I genuinely feel like these, a lot of these can go with any, um, age range ever but I think a lot of these we just need to kind of remind ourselves of um I'll read the first one we'll just kind of go through these lists and we'll just talk about them as they as what we think sounds good um so first thing that no one told you about being in your 20s so many people will disappoint you let them take note and move forward Ooh, I like that that is definitely I actually was my younger sister is in college and she has roommates and like, I don't know, living with a bunch of girls. I know when we lived in Blue House, there was always things and stuff going on. Um, but I was talking to her boyfriend today about just like letting toxic people go and like the people that disappoint you, like, I mean, let them disappoint you, but don't let it hold you down. And I definitely think that's something I wish someone would have stopped me and been like, Rebecca, these people aren't going to be in your life five years from now. And if they are, then you need to have a look at yourself because if you're the person always putting effort into a relationship or you're the one always kind of keeping that friendship together, then it's not benefiting you. And yeah, that's a good thing that everyone should know. And I think this question, you know, and your answer, answer, Becca, can go along with our podcast from last week because we talked a lot about friendships and how like friendships are going to disappoint you in your 20s, really at any age in your life. And, you know, just think about yourself and move forward. So if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to the podcast from last week, definitely encourage you to go back and listen to that one because we talk a lot about friendships and kind of just like toxic friendships. But um, with this question, I I'm a constant like I tell people all the time you know, you can't please everyone, you know, you're never going to be perfect for anyone. And I'm someone who hates when people don't like what I'm doing or if they're mad at me. I was just about to say literally before we started this podcast, you were like, oh, I'm so worried. I don't, I don't want to have to run into her because then I'm going to have to like, she's going to be judging me. And I'm like, Kate, (laughs) what? I know I'm a constant, like, I always want people to 
be proud of what I'm doing. And I have to always tell myself that it's going to be okay. Like you're not going to be able to please everyone. And I tell people that all the time, like, oh, can't please everyone. But I need to tell myself that I need to practice what I preach with that. I really do. But yeah. Yes, you do, honestly. Um, Because it just puts so much stress on yourself to try to please everyone. And it's, if they're important in your life, they're going to love you for who you are without the pleasing. Um, And when it comes to like bosses or coworkers, you're doing a great job. Unless someone comes up to you and says, you're not doing your job, you're not doing it right and maybe you need to fix something, then that's a different story. But if you're getting told and you're getting praise every day for your job, you are allowed to relax sometimes <laughs> and not feel like you have to be perfect. I so I think that's something that we all, uh, like when I go into a job interview and literally, and they ask me what's something, like what's a weakness or what's something that you could work on? I, I do literally say perfectionist. I, I go sometimes I'm very hard on myself because I might not be perfect all the time. And that's something that I'm working on. I know our boss the other day, like something happened at work and um, my supervisor knew that I was really upset about it. And like I, to- I told you about this back, I was like crying in the car and our, our supervisor's boss texted me like a screenshot on her phone that said, um, like don't underestimate yourself. Like you're doing great and it's going to be okay. We can't like be perfect all the time. And you know, all, all that you can do is know that you did the best that you could. And I think that's it. That was a huge thing. Like all you know is that you did the best you could. And if people don't like that, then you can't control that. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's next? next one of things in your twenties that no one told you it's okay to hate the person you were a few years ago or even a few hours ago. Just remember that that's not you all the time. Sorry, I read that really, the print on this is really good, tiny. (laughs) I will say that's something I think I've been struggling with, how it's been like, it's okay to hate the person, like the version of you like a few hours ago, because I definitely recently, I think I've been under a lot of stress and just like sometimes I'll come home and just like, let it all out on Sam and he does not deserve that and then luckily I'm with him and he is just like he's so easy to move past things like he doesn't hold grudges and so like I'll come back and apologize and he's like yeah whatever I moved on like 20 minutes ago um but for me I like hold on to that and I'm like how could I ever do something like that why how could I treat him like that when he doesn't treat me like that um and so I think that's something that again goes along with not having to be perfect. You're allowed to mess up. We are human and we're going to make mistakes. We, I think I have this high expectation of myself that I have to be perfect and have to be like the most kind, most genuine person in the world. But I'm allowed to be selfish sometimes. I'm allowed to get angry. I'm allowed like all those emotions that are frowned upon sometimes, like you're allowed to have them. Um, Um, Absolutely. I think everything that we do is a learning experience. I mean, like four years ago, I was not proud of the person I was at all. And sometimes I'm kind of like traumatized by things that happened and who I was back then four years ago. But I have to realize like, that's not like who I was. Like I was really going through it. And sometimes when we're going through it and if we're like, we'll we'll act certain ways, like we, we will not act like ourselves. I know who I am as a person and I know who I want to be as a person. And I know four years ago was not who I was. You know what I mean? Like that was me learning and growing and that's okay. Like there's going to be moments in your life where you're not going to feel like yourself. Um, 
And I think the the hours ago one's funny because sometimes like if I want to like skip out on a workout or something, I'm like, oh, I know that I really do want to work out, but I wanted to be a couch potato, but then I'll hate myself like because I was a couch potato. (laughs) But like, I'm like, okay, that makes me feel a little bit better that I'm not the only one who goes through that sometimes. So (laughs) exactly. I mean, that's definitely a big thing. Like when you skip workouts or like eat a really unhealthy meal, like why do we automatically go to like hating ourselves for doing that? Like, why can't I just be like, yeah, I just ate a whole pizza to myself and it was delicious. Like, who cares? Like, why? I hate that our bodies are like made this way. I don't understand. I really don't understand it. Um, Yeah. But yeah. Um, This one I think is really interesting because I know like I struggle with this. And so the next thing that no one told us to do in our 20s, and I'm sure people did tell us this, but we need to be constantly reminded. Start saving money now. Seriously, even if it's not that much, it'll probably or most likely pay off later. I struggle with this. I do. I used to be such, and my dad would laugh at this. Honestly, though, for me, I used to be so good at saving money. But recently, I just feel like my bank account is constantly being drained. And I just, I mean, you would think I have a full-time job. It's COVID. What am I spending my money on? I don't know. I mean, like, I really don't. Um, But, yeah, I wish that I would have just been smarter in college. Like, I remember babysitting and making so much money over the summer. Like, where's that money now? I have no idea. It just disappeared. Like, I really have no idea. Um, So, yeah, if you are in your low 20s or even high school and you're listening to this, start saving now. I used to do this thing where every $5 bill that I ever got, I would put in a piggy bank. I ended up spending that money when I was in a crisis. But I (gasps) was able to save a lot of money up. So, like, find something that you can do. I know there's a bunch of, like, money-saving things going around on TikTok right now. I want to do it, but I don't have enough money to start saving right now. So I'm just in a constant black hole. So what about you? Um, so I would say right now, I definitely have more money than I've ever had. And I've been really proud of myself. But yeah, like I wish I would have saved all my money that I earned in college. Like I had a pretty good, I had some pretty good gigs in college. And where'd that money go? Probably to like food, party stuff, like shopping. Yeah, literally just whatever. But um, now I feel like with my job, I've definitely been more on myself about it because I know that like, oh, I was just stupid. Hey, like we said, I hate myself four years ago from not saving money when I was in college, but you know what? It's okay. I'm growing. I'm learning. But, um, I recently got this app. I wouldn't say it has helped me save money, but it's helped me kind of be financially smarter. It's called Truebill. I Um, love Truebill. Yeah. Is that the Dave Ramsey one? I have no idea. Is it green? Mm, this oh I have that one too I have like five on my phone but it says that I've spent a lot of money this month and I should not be spending that much money um and it tells you like how much left you have for uh, spending like your spending money versus your bills it helps you pay your bills and it also helped me like um uh it helped me cancel my monthly memberships that I'm just like wasting on because like you know when you sign up for things monthly and you just kind of forget about them that's where a lot of my money goes to and this helped me like it'll this will literally like cancel it for you I am the biggest person to buy apps or just get the free apps but then buy the The subscriptions yeah and I do this when I'm like on a I'm like okay I'm gonna 
start doing really good at habits. And so I'm going to get this app that helps you with ha- making habits. And then it's like $27 a month. And I'm like, why did I just spend $27 on an app to tell me how to manage my habits when I can do that for free? Like, I, when, I, yeah. When that's giving in to not managing your habits, when you're spending an app on managing your habits. Yeah, I don't. So... Yeah, thank God for Truebill. You should anybody who's wanting to budget, Truebill's really good. I also have one called Every Dollar. It's um I think it's Dave Ramsey and he's like a big financial guy and it like keeps track of all your spending. It helps you budget out for every month. Um it's re- it's really cool. Um so yeah. Every Dollar? I've never heard of that. I'll have to get that. Yeah, I saw it um I don't know where I found it, but I really like it. Um, it does cost money, so I had to pay a one-time fee for it. But, I mean, yeah. whatever. It's really helpful. So They got to make money somehow. Mm-hmm. All right. Next thing that we were not told in our 20s, it's okay if you go to bed at 10 p.m. Even though you're in your 20s and feel like you should be partying or living it up, when in reality, you just want to be in your pajamas and do nothing. Do nothing as much as you want. Hell yeah, I'm gonna do nothing. But even though I get like insecure because I'm not doing anything and I want to go out and I want to party because I feel like I'm having major FOMO, but I also want to lay in my pajamas all day. I'm conflicted. (laughs) I think honestly, I don't know if 24 is just a growing year, but like I feel like I I am totally fine going to bed at nine o'clock. Like I will do that all the time and it feels so good. And I think it's part of me like I don't, none of me, says that I want to like stay up later like I'm like no I want to be in bed as soon as I can because I'm so tired um but I think in college like you did feel like you have to stay up super late or you had to go out to the bar on Thursday nights or like Mm -hmm. I remember like there was a point in college where we would go out Thursday Friday Saturday and it was and even Wednesday Wednesday Thursday literally every day of the week um and that is just draining and it's like How are you, and again, like, I'm not going to say I regret doing that because I think we had some great memories and it was fun, but also there was definitely some nights that I just wanted, I should have just stayed inside and I didn't, so. I genuinely don't know how we used to live on that schedule because like I was telling you earlier in my check-in, I'm feeling super tired because of just going out and drinking. I literally didn't even stay up late. I went to bed at midnight latest on Friday and then um we went day drinking on Saturday and then I got home at like seven and then I went to bed but I still woke up really hung over and didn't feel like doing anything today so it's just like I don't even know how our bodies were able to handle that in college but I definitely like it's crazy because in my 20s like my mom keeps telling me like you're supposed to go out all the time like you're supposed to do this you're supposed to do that and I want to but I feel like I got it all out I feel like I got all my partying out a while ago you know what I mean like that's not we don't have those parties anymore. Like we go out to bars and we have to spend money and then we have to like dress up and look nice. Like we don't have any like themed parties anymore. Like unless I'm not being invited to them, I'll, I'll plan them, but things are changing and yeah, I'm tired. I'm going to bed at 10 PM. (laughs) Judge me. Seriously. No, I don't care if you judge me. I, I will be well rested tomorrow. All right. Okay. Find joy in the most mundane, simple things whenever you can. Coffee sweetened just right, the library having your favorite book, your nail polish matching your shirt. Small joys are there if you just remember to look. That was so inspirational. So actually, I was listening to another podcast the other day called 
The Science of Happiness. And it is the most amazing podcast. It's pretty much... um, It's a university in California, I believe. And they do these studies about just like happiness and like what makes people happy, all this stuff. But the one I listened to was about mindfulness and it's called a mindfulness walk. Um, And you kind of, you take three deep breaths and then you kind of breathe out and just become aware of like where you are in the moment. And the point of it is after you do this walk, you journal about all the things that you notice. So like This girl talked about how she walked down the same path she does every day with her dog. But today, instead of just seeing like the trees and the birds that she normally sees, she saw like these small little cracks in the sidewalk. She saw like families playing outside. Like she saw so much more detail. And she was like, honestly, I did this for a week straight and I felt so much more grateful and happiness in my life because I was taking the time out of my day to look at the little things that we're there because sometimes we live in such a dark world, especially right now. It might seem hard to find like some happy things that happened in your day. But if you just like, even like looking at your, like I walked outside today and the trees in my front yard are slightly budding. And I was like, I just stared at them. I was like, wow, it's spring. And then I looked at my tulips and I was like, they're finally growing. Like I was just in awe for a moment. And like, that's what the podcast was about. Like it was so like, you can find awe in everyday things. You don't have to go to the Grand Canyon and see these beautiful landscapes to be in awe. Like you can find them in your bedroom and your house and school, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I agree with that little advice. Have you ever just like, I, I kind of took this from like, like she was that the person you were talking about was taking a walk and saw like a family, like having a great time. And I think that's something that I noticed. And that makes me really happy is seeing other people like that. I don't know. I have no connection to like having like a good time at a picnic or even at like a bar or something. And I'm driving by and I'm like, those people are just having a really fun time. And it just makes me joyous to see other people with like smiles in their face sometimes. Like maybe if I'm like, even like I started taking walks in my neighborhood because I because I was trying to like help my anxiety and kind of just like take more walks and be more present in the moment. And I think one of the things that I noticed, I saw like a family on a walk and I was like, that's just so sweet. And I was just like, I was like, that's really, really, I hope those people have a really good day. You know what I mean? Like I was like, yeah, like appreciating the small things. And I, I think that's something I'm really trying to do more of is appreciate the small things. And I think that all starts from being more present, which yoga has helped me a lot with is understanding how to be present and mindful in one moment. So that's something that I'm definitely continuing to work on. Yeah, I like that piece of advice. Listen to it, fans. Yeah. All right, guys. So there is a huge list. I think it's 29 things that you weren't told in your 20s. We could go through all of these, but we do not want to like be on here for an hour and a half. Also, something we can do is make one of those link things in our Instagram with all these questions so people can go and look at them on their own if they want. We'll post... um, like maybe the link in our Instagram story or something for you guys. But we have one more that we'll share with you that um, I think is really interesting. And I think it's something Becca and I both um, like to agree with. Um, It is, uh, you should plan trips and make lists of places that you want to go and things you want to do. But remember, the best things are oftentimes the ones you didn't plan for and didn't expect. Wow. Wow. It's a good one. That one hits me a little different 
right now because I have been wanting to plan trips like crazy and I feel like no one wants to do it with me. And so I like that it said like the best trips are like not planned, which that is a whole nother note. I am like someone, sorry, I'm jumping around, but when I plan a trip, I like every second of my trip to be planned out so that I don't miss anything. But I'm going on a family vacay over the summer and I've been a little stressed out about it because it's with my dad and stepmom and sister and younger sister and our boyfriends. And I am so stressed because more recently, when me and Sam go on a trip, like we're on the same page. Like we want to get things done mm-hmm. from 8 a.m. until midnight. We are go, go, go. Like we don't stop. But I have to remember that this trip, I can't plan it. I need to just go with the flow. I just need to enjoy it. And honestly, I think it's going to be really hard for me, but I'm hoping that like this little passage just said that the best things are not planned. So I'm fingers crossed that I can just be present. So I think that's, I could see how that's hard for you. Cause I know you, you're a big planner and you like to know what's going on. And I think that that's something that I get stressed out when I'm with my family too on vacations is like my mom, my dad on vacations, like they normally plan the entire thing. Like whenever I go on vacations with friends or something like that, like I know we're all on the same page, like we're going to do this and this and this, or we're just going to have a day where you go with the flow, not care what you do. I feel like I'm not a huge planner. I kind of like just I'm such a procrastinator, really. And I kind of just like take things as they go. Sometimes I hate going with the flow, but on with vacations and stuff, like all I'm like, okay, all I need to know is that the plane is booked and then that's good. But um, we're going to Portland soon. And I don't even think we have anything like planned. We just like, we're like, oh, I think we're going to do this and this and this. And I'm like, chill. Like, that's fine. Like, I'm, <laughs> it's, a, it's all going to be okay. But yeah, I think, think about it some of the, our best moments that we've ever been through, Becca, like have not been planned at all. Like you can't plan to have like the best night in the world. You know what I mean? And if you do, it's not going to go the way that you want because you're having, like, having all these expectations of it, you know? Yeah. I just, like I said, I'm really trying to pre-teach to myself that it's going to be okay. So we'll see. Touch back um, in July and I'll let you know how it went. We'll touch back in July for sure. And I have, I have full faith that you will be present on your family vacay love it all right that was our last question like we said we'll try we'll post a link to this I think this is a really good list because some of these really apply to your 20s but other if you're not in your 20s you can relate to these as well so all right Becca you troublemaker tell us about this wine so um I mean first Kate what do you what would you rate it I would rate it so we're we going on a scale one to ten yeah hmm I would give it like a six. I, it's not awful, but I'm just chilling. I'm not. I'm not like this is the best wine ever. It's really I, good though. I agree. I really like it. Um, it's a red blend. Honestly, like the bottle is worth the purchase mm-hmm. because it's just so cool. Like I might turn this into like a, I don't know, something cool. Yeah. Um, but so it's by the Hope Family Wines. And the quote for Troublemaker Wine is a bold wine for a bold lifestyle. Um, and like I said earlier, the bottle's really cool. Um, I bought it at Trader Joe's. I think it was like 20 bucks. So it was one of the more pricier wines that we've bought before. Um, it's definitely more, um, it's not as sweet as some of the other red blends. It's more, um, what's, like, not tart, um, 
I don't know. I can't think of the word. I'm not an official wine taster. Yeah, I'll be there one day. Um, But like I said, it's really awesome. It's made in California. Um, And yeah, so I think that you should go try it out. Pick it up at Trader Joe's. I don't know if you can get it anywhere else. I found it at Trader Joe's. Um, But yeah, overall, it's a pretty good wine. I would try it. So guys, thanks for tuning in for another Wednesday with whining through our 20s. Um, We're so thankful to continue doing this with you guys each week. Continue to give us a follow at whining through my 20s on Instagram and share our page. Absolutely. And give us a follow on Spotify as well. Um, We love seeing that people are tuning in. New people are tuning in every single um, week. And we have, we are excited to say that we have finally reached the Philippines. We we have viewers in the United States and the Philippines. (laughs) We're very specific. So, hey, Philippines, what's up? (laughs) We are very thankful for your presence. Honestly, shoot us some messages about the Philippines so we can learn more. Um, That is one place I would like to visit. Let's put it on our bucket list. Let's start a bucket list. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks again. Yep. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.